And welcome back to 90s Noise. This is Ashley, born 1988. I'm April, born 1991. Today on 90s Noise, we are speaking with a music video director who has an impeccable roster of artists that he has worked with. That roster includes artists such as Sting, Pet Shop Boys, Elton John, Spice Girls, Snap, and Placebo, just to name a few. And we are talking about Mr. Howard Greenhalge. Hope you enjoy the interview. All right. We are back at 90s Noise, and we have a very special guest with us today, a music video director who has done some incredible work, incredible work, uh, worked with the likes of Pet Shop Boys, Spice Girls, Sting, Elton John, and the list just goes on and on. We have Howard with us today. Uh, so thank you, Howard, for being with us. Hi, guys. Oh, you're welcome. This is very exciting for us. Wow, your your list of the music videos you've directed is just wow. <laughs> Going through them, I I am so so excited to get to talk to you and pick your brain on on all of those so I'm, I'm hoping i can remember half of this stuff you know <laughs> i am i am that old now and uh, yeah the glorious the glorious 90s were so long ago so oh, were. i'll do my best i'll do my best my uh, first question would like to ask is how did you get into directing music videos Ooh, um, well, I, I guess, I guess if we start at, I went to art college because I couldn't do anything else and I loved art. Um, and I studied graphic design, uh, but I always loved the camera, you know, and, and way back then we didn't have, you know, almost, you know, no kid had his own video camera. It just didn't exist. So I used to do a lot of stuff on, you know, like a, a stills Nikon uh, camera. Um, and it got to the point where I was solving everything through the lens, if you like, you know, rather than, you know, as graphic designers do typography and, and whatever. Uh, I just pick up the camera and I do stuff with it. And then, so I got my degree in graphic design. I then went on to the Royal College of Art to basically write my own master's course, you know, and that, of course using photography and then you know this was when you know the the, the old kind of quantel paint boxes the the ability to mess around on screen with animations and things um that you know i i begged the college to buy a video camera which they did at a massive expense back then and i just started to shoot you know bits of stuff I, i'd always i'd always loved music i was so into you know, the charts was my life. You know, every every week I'd be I'd be there with the radio under my pillow. So I loved I loved music. From the age of six, I started to study piano, and by the age of ten, I was grade eight and passed. You know, and I was looking looking at a career in music at that point. So you know, looking you know at the ages of like sixteen to twenty, I was in tiny little bands. So the honest answer is, and, and you'll find this on many Wikipedia things, is is that you know I wanted to be a rock star myself, but it, <laughs> unfortunately it didn't work. But what did work was the fact that I had a really good understanding of music, and you know I was in the visual side of music, uh, and I was really good with video kind of stuff. So it, it seemed like a natural project, uh, a natural progression to you know just start doing my own little kind of uh fake fake music videos <laughs> which you know so i do i do these clips whatever from there i won certain competitions for video animation and you know and i say animation because it wasn't really possible to be shooting live action then as, as such so i'd shoot you know like 10 million photographs and animate them together and do crazy stuff with it, whatever. And from that, I was picked up by uh, a company called M Ocean Pictures, um, a guy called Paul McNally, um, who saw something in me. Oh, no, what? Um, so we started doing music videos, which is just my dream. Uh, and, and it just kind of like carried on from there, really. So I think I think it's to kind of bookcase all that. It's, it's you know, my love and understanding of music my love and understanding of 
you know, the kind of moving image way back then and smashing it all together to, you know, what I thought, and in fact, what went on to be like the, just the dream, dream career, you know, I don't feel like I've ever worked a day in my life because I just love, I just love what I do. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm really lucky, you know, um, even to this day, you know, I've just hit the age of 60, 60, Wow. you, you know, like that. yeah, you don't know how I feel, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm still, you know, maybe not so much music videos now, but I'm, I'm still working and, and I'm still busy and, yeah, it's um, it's it's you know, I'm 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 a very lucky person. That's amazing, honestly. So, how does it work as far as getting approached to do a music video? You're asked by the artist, or is there another way that you get that role as the director? I think I've got to talk retrospectively about this because you know how it how it used to be, and I know that you guys want to ask you know more questions about this, but how it used to be and how it is now is just like. A and Z, you know, it's, it's, it's so different now. Um, What used to happen is that, you know, record companies used to have their dedicated team of video people. Um, uh, You know, there's like Rich Franklin in the States, Cal Burton Fairbrother, Virgin in the UK. And, you know, these people really got to know you. They got to, and, and I suppose by knowing you, they got to trust you. Because, you know, I, I would like to think that, that a lot of work that I did, I always said, well, it's kind of it's kind of never been done before because, you know, I used to, you know, as, it, as technology emerged over the years, I just kind of try and get hold of these new technologies and then disrupt them or distort them or just use them as they shouldn't be used. And so a lot of a lot of things that I was describing in in these ideas, they just had to run with it and and trust me you know and and again i was so fortunate that 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 to me and i think you know it it's fair to say that it was probably the the golden age of um music video you know the budgets were available mm-hmm. um and you know even more so in, in america and now i think well you know listen i i don't do many music videos now um I, i'm what I do do, because I love, still love them, and this will, this will prove it, is I kind of sponsor a little band. Well, they're not little, but they're a band, and I just like them, you know. So I I kind of say, okay, guys, you know, what's your next track? I'll shoot you a music video, you know, just because I love doing it. But, you know, the thing about that is, I mean, there's there's just no money now. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, and and it is and it is real to say that money creates ideas and success and whatever. But when you don't have it, and this is what I think today's music video uh, guys and girls are looking at, is they've almost got to be able to to write the idea, to partially shoot it. Um, to partially edit it, to partially do their own effects, to you know what I mean. They've got to, they've got to know so more. Okay, the tools are there to do it, but you know, I had a lot of really good people um, that were around me. Some great art directors, some talented editors, um, you know, great DPs who you know wanted the lights and they got the lights and they got the you know you could you could do it styling. I believe styling still, you know, it you, you, you got to pay for something now, so styling <laughs> yeah. still gets a little bit of money. But but you know, it's 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 so much more, and I'm going to say challenging, not, not difficult, because you know, with everything, when you know you have not the big rosy budget, then your ideas have to be slimmer, smarter, definitely, you know, <laughs> more cost effective. And it's not always the big money that makes a great idea. It's not. But, you know, for me, money gave me scale. Money gave me the cinematic kind of um, expressions that I was able to do. And and I think it, it, it's almost almost kind of like so tough now to to deliver anything. You know, it's, it's all kind of close up. It's all the people doing it right to camera, you know. But then again, I'm not talking about the the bigger 
you know, artists in America for sure. They're, they're, they're still mm-hmm. doing it. But in my day, every artist was. Mm-hmm. And there was yeah. so much opportunity um, and so much bravery. Um, and then there were crazy people like like me and people like Big TV, uh, Andy and Monty, who, you know, we kind of <laughs> used to look at each other's work. And we 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 had this lovely relationship of like you know well I've got to do it better than them and they're going to do better <laughs> and uh, how much did they have for the budget for that and what did George do for you and yeah <laughs> but it, it and, and it was great then and now it's so fractated but you know th- this is you got to move with the times you got to move with the modern mm-hmm. times and if you if you love music and you want to create visuals you'll find you'll find a way I mean I'm finding a way of of working with my band who, by the way, are called Drama Love. Mm. And, you know, it's because you can pick up the camera out of your pocket. You can shoot the damn thing. You can mm. light it with LED light that's that's just as powerful as a thing that needed a generator. You can, you know, you, you, but I think it, it, it does take knowledge about, you know, how you can slim it down and what you can achieve. And, and I think that you've got you to have a serious talk to yourself. You know, you... There's a couple of students or, or people just emerging in the industry and they say, can you ever look at this idea that I've done? Um, I mean, it's a, my first music video and we're thinking I'm going to shoot it underwater. And you go like, you got to oh. be, <laughs> you know, underwater. D- don't do it. Don't mm. do it. You know, and, and it's, you know, to avoid that kind of stuff. But, you know, hey, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, but therefore, music videos that that I look at now they're very different to what I used to do, and th- and that's not a bad thing, though. You know, it's not a bad thing. Well, that's what Ashley and I were kind of talking a earlier about the amount we feel that back in the '90s and the 2000s, especially, music videos were were very artistic and seemed like a lot more effort were put into it whereas now it kind of like you said like anybody can just shoot it on their phone and Mm. do so with that your progression with your videos from the 90s and into the 2000s did you have the creativity to be able to determine exactly what was you guys were doing or was it more the artist was it the the record label who kind of spearheaded the direction of the videos i think i think in the 90s definitely it was you know i was just sent a track you know hey we, we the band like what you do or what you've done blah 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 here's the track and for me it was always based you know they, they used to say surely you've got some ideas tucked away that you can just you know just reuse and i, and I never did and I, I never had any spare ideas because everything was written bespoke because it had to be, you know, and, and what, what I used to what I still say it is like, just give me a good song title, for God's sake. <laughs> because that is 50% of, of the blank canvas starter. It, you know, I remember the Pet Shop Boys, you know, they're a track called Very, and you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, where do we start with that? Uh, they, were, they were amazing guys, you know. Um, but you know, so so it it came ninety five percent from myself. But always, it's so easy now to talk about brands. Everybody's a brand. Everybody's a. Mm-hmm. But bands were always a brand, and I think, apart from a couple of little slips, I think I always stayed true to the you know what the band were uh, because. You know, you 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 had to respect that authority of if they were this band or that band or whatever. But then again, then you took the lyrics and the lyrics. If they were if they were great, and a lot of them were, you know, my, my best videos always come from the best the best lyrics, even beside the track. You know, um, I mean, people used to say, that, you know, I've never made what is it? Uh, second, let me get this right. I've never made a great video or a bad video no i've never made a bad video for a great track everybody loves a video mm-hmm. but i have made some kind of like really good videos 
and not so good tracks. Mm. You know, and it kind of went like that. So so you kind of need all the moons and planets to kind of revolve and all kind of align. And suddenly you've got a great track. You've got great lyrics. You've got a great band. You know, I mean, stuff like, I mean, what must be one of my, I know this is one of your questions, so forgive me if I'm kind of jumping in here, but, you know, the, the video that kind of, not, not so much made me, but it, it kind of projected me to, you know, a much bigger audience has got to be Black Hole Sun, mm. uh, Soundgarden. Yes. Yes. And that, 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 that was through Rich Frankel uh, at, a&M Records at the time. Okay. And Rich kind of trusted me more than he ever should have done. You know, bless <laughs> him. He probably still does. Um, but, you know, I, I just I just listened to the track and, and I looked at their past couple of videos and they were very dark. And I think Matt Mahern had done, uh, I think that's his name. Forgive me if my memory's slipping a little bit. Like Spoon Man and, and you know, great for the energy and the videos. And Chris was... You know, looked amazing in them. So I said, "Well, look, Black Hole Sun. Let's make it like completely the opposite, full color. Let's make this kind of like horror cartoon. Let's take a little bit or a lot, little bit of David's <laughs> Blue Velvet, uh, which I everybody adores that film, right? It's amazing. Um, or oh, him as a director. Um, and let's be." But what makes it Soundgarden is let's be really cynical. So we'll just have everybody talking about the end of the world, even though that's not what the song was about. Uh, and everybody's just grinning, has these hideous grins yeah. on their faces. You know, and, and, you know, the only thing that Rich Frankel changed on it, and he was right to do it, was that I had Chris Connell, like, you know, going to have the big grin. Uh-huh. And he went, no, 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 that, that, that's that's... That's too far. Don't do that. Just have the everybody surrounding, you know, the mm. band like that. And and you know, so in in that way, I was always open to, you know, everybody's comments, and and some were good, and and you have to respect that. Um, so I wasn't like this guy that just I'm the director and I'm doing it how the fuck I want, you know, and <laughs> this, because you can't, you know, it's a very personal, it's a very intimate thing, and. Yeah, that's so I, I forgot what question we were talking about. No, good good information and everything. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So with the process of making the music video, are you involved throughout the whole process? Do you get to kind of um create that final product or are you just strictly directing it and then do you move on? No, you do the whole thing. Oh, okay. You know, quite a bit of my work involved, you know, effects or mm-hmm. post-production or, you know, multi-layer in the day, blue screen and yeah. motion control. And so much of the success had to, you know, well, well, the whole idea, the whole concept was the shooting of it, but also how it was put together. It was the, the designing of it, if you like, and that possibly came from my graphic design Mm-hmm. background um so no um all, all all the way through was was always always the way there were a few times when um you know an, an artist usually a very large artist would would look at the edit and they would make changes sometimes uh, but that was very 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 rare you know if changes were made they were made by you know our team because of conversations and points that were made and were agreed and i think that 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 was the beauty of it you you could you could keep the integrity 90 95 percent most of the times you know in what you had mm-hmm. what i will say is that that you know i always i always looked at music videos and, and in a way i still do although i'm not involved like i ever used to be you know let's be honest um but unless i could do something different I always used to say, well, what's the point of shooting something that you can see out your bedroom window or almost, you know, it's, mm. it's, it's what I like to, like to do was twist everything um, and give it, yeah, I don't know, like a dark kind of like surreal or, or oddly sexual kind of look, you know, in this kind of dark eroticism or, uh, or just plain energy or, everything everything was to play for then and 
you know that that's when I look at what the guys have to work with now, it's totally different. It's, it's odd, you know, when you when you're talking in the present about how I do videos, uh, that those those days are a little bit gone. <laughs> but but the, the same stuff still still you know applies to everybody making videos. Um, yeah. You gotta have confidence. You, you you walk in with your fist in your mouth half the time because you've written an idea that you think, ah, it sounded, you know, you could always sit, you know, <laughs> nice sunny to Yeah, we'll be up on this 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 kind of mountaintop and we're going to take a motion control unit out there. And the idea is that everybody's kind of frozen, but the camera's moving and the, you know, I'm talking about like suede, uh, the wild ones, you know. <laughs> and of course you get out there and it's blowing a gale and the motion control <laughs> unit won't work. And you go like Jesus, why did why did I write this? <laughs> this is a disaster. Um, but you know, and I have to be honest, I've had a few videos that haven't worked as well. Mm. I've had a couple of failures um, where I thought the idea was was good, and I and I just couldn't pull it off in the end. So it's not not all of them are successes, not at all. You know, the good thing about a bad video is that it just disappears very quickly. <laughs> and the good ones stay around a little longer. Yeah, that's, yeah. So with most of the music videos, how long was that process? Was it, because I know it wasn't necessarily the weeks upon months upon potential years that movies are, but I know from where we grew up with MTV and everything they had the making the video which most of those they were doing in like 48 hours is that kind of a general time frame for a music video or did were you doing for shooting wise a longer process or how how did that really kind of work yeah I mean it 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 all depended on what the scale of the project was I mean you know all the videos that I did you know, with people like Placebo, let, let's say, they were one to two day shoots. Okay. And they would be, depending on the amount of effects, nothing nothing took more than two weeks from wow. the beginning of the shoot mm -hmm. to delivery. I mean, you, you know, I went on to commercials. I mean, commercials, my God. I mean, you know, so many people involved, so many opinions. It's it, it's like sitting at the United Nations table, you know, with all <laughs> with you know these global brand strategists and and whatever who will always have so many opinions. It could it could take you three times the amount of time to to deliver a project. And you know, the, the clients used to say, "So how how is it, you know, that you can that you can you know shoot a music video and deliver it in two weeks? I mean, how is it different to what we're doing?" And I just said, it's you. It's you. You're just fucking up all the time. You know, you're making all these suggestions. You want all these changes, this just in case. Can we have another shot just in case? And none of it really mattered. So music videos, it, it was because it was a fairly singular thought, driving it through, listening to a few things, and then, bam, you finished it. And, and, and you know, at that time... Especially in the post-production world, I had a lot of lot of friends that, that really helped out because they, you know, it, it it allowed them to try stuff because, oh, you want to do what? You know, well, is that possible? I don't know. You know, maybe it is, you know. So they used to really enjoy, you know, the process and sometimes the all-night sessions that it, it, it took to to do this because we were always right on the cutting edge of what the, the tech could do. And I know that today I look back at my old videos and I kind of like bite my fingers off because it looks so primitive. But hey, you know, at the time it 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 wasn't. And um and and you know, you see some great stuff. I mean, you're looking through TikTok. I mean, there's some you know visual artists on there. They're amazing stuff, absolutely amazing stuff. And they can do that, you know, with very little facilities or m money because they've got it it's all in the box now isn't it it's mm -hmm. all in the app and, and and great for that i'm kind of like you know kind of towing the line behind all those other people you know like <laughs> the final cuts the after effects the you know all the all the all the you know plug-in software that you can get and now and now ai 
Oh, yeah. Because mm -hmm. that, that is scary. It is. It is scary. You know, I, I, about six months ago, I, I did a deep dive into it. Now, the, the great thing is, you know, you, you look like uh, the emerging abilities of, of runway, um, uh, you know, shoot a bit of shitty video and then tell the, tell the bot to see that in a completely different way with qualities and whatever. And you've got stuff that you, you couldn't afford to shoot. You know, I, I was doing stuff. I started just doing stills, photography stills. And you could just, I mean, you've got to have it in your head to write the prompts, you know. But I was doing stuff which would have cost thousands to set up. <laughs> you know? And you go like, oh, this is, this is kind of like, this is just going to destroy stuff. It, it's really interesting about, you know, where this is all going. I think some of it's great. I do. Um, it will become exponentially more amazing. And probably in two or three years' time, you won't even have to pick up a camera. You, you'll scan someone's face and that face will deep fake talk to you and it'll be an artist and it'll be... <laughs> You know, I think I think we're, we're we're on the precipice of massive change, massive change, and hopefully we'll see some insane music videos because suddenly cost is no issue. There's just words, just describing, describing, describing. You know, it's a bit like when when the director writes a treatment. Hey, you know, we start with a sweeping helicopter shot, blah blah blah, and then suddenly, you know, the lake dries up, and you know, blah. I don't know. And, and of course, that costs you a fortune in special effects. In a couple of years, you'll just write it, and it will happen. So that that is is where music videos are going, and it's probably where everything's going to go, unless somebody presses the stop button somewhere, which, as we know, is being talked about right now. Uh, but yeah, it's scary, but hell, it's exciting. But somebody needs to just. <laughs> you know, get hold of the dog and, and tell it to sit for a minute while while yeah. we think about what the ramifications of this kind of stuff is. Mm. Didn't think we'd be talking about AI when even <laughs> a nineties music video thing. He's talking about what's going to happen twenty thirty and beyond. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's all the stuff. You know, God, what I would have given for AI, you know, twenty five years ago. Whoa, yeah. whoa, yeah. Ooh. If possible, if can we take it to 92 where you did the music video for Snap, um, Rhythm yeah. as a Dancer? I mm -hmm. believe I read somewhere that it was actually shot in Florida. Is that correct? It was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 nearly, it nearly wasn't, but it actually really? was. So the story behind that is I I used to do, uh, used to work with a guy called Michael Cretu, who was, uh, he had a, a band or a, it wasn't, a, well, I suppose he was a band. It was a concept called Enigma. Mm. And it was all this kind of Gregorian chant music with, with kind of trippy beats and dance stuff and, and whatever. And that's how I met uh, Snap, because uh, one of his friends, Michael, I can't remember, sorry. He introduced me. So Rhythm of the Dancer, to me, you know, electronica, it just had that spacey kind of feel. Um, and I thought, well, you know, let's because what I used to do, <laughs> I used to go down to the sorry, bookshop, you know, <laughs> and I'd just go through all these travel books and I'd find these places, you know, these amazing places, and you know, all these, I don't know, any, anything, you know, from Cadillac Ranch to Space Park, um, uh, Fort Lauderdale, was it? You probably know it, Mona. Kennedy Space Center. So that was, isn't that Daytona? Uh, it was up by Daytona Beach. I remember that. Yeah. So, so, so uh, Cape Canaveral, maybe. Yeah, it, it was up there somewhere. Yeah. And we thought, okay, well, I went to recce it because I used to, I used to shoot a lot in Miami, a lot of stuff. Because okay. it was a, uh, probably still is a right to work state. And, you know, you always guaranteed the weather and the film industry was very strong and, and probably still is. Uh, anyway, so I said, right, I want to shoot there. And we, we entered into negotiations with the guys that 
own the park. I, th- I think I think it's NASA, right? And they decided that it wasn't a fit project <laughs> to uh, to shoot there. <laughs> you know, okay. So what do you do? Um, one of the producers had a friend who worked with one a guy high up in the department of PR and whatever. And it was a real last minute thing that they granted us permission to be there. Even I had to go through the lyrics and change words in the lyrics because they wanted yeah. to see, quite rightly so, you know, the, the lyric sheet, you know, it's just, you know, a bit of it kind of rap and a bit like urban music and what were the lyrics, you know? Uh, so I tried to write a few little false lines about stars and you know, <laughs> planets as to why we wanted to be there. and. Yeah. You know, and um, so, yeah, you know, and and so we just arrived there and I just said, okay, we can shoot there, we can backlight that, we can have beams there, we can smoke there, we could stick, you know, the, the uh, one of them up a, a, a big kind of lifter and cover it with lights and then Thea, the singer, she can be with these people holding globes in the back. And, it, you know, the, the, the thing is, it, it, the whole place, was kind of built like a little film set anyway. So you didn't really have to try very hard to make it look massive and rockets, you know, of course, ooh, you know, they always look great. So it had so much going for it. So I, 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 was, I was so glad when they, when they allowed us to actually shoot there, but it was close, really close. I think it was a day before we, we eventually got the permissions. Yeah. So, so that's how that happened. And, you know, I chucked in a bit of graphics, which to me today make me cringe because, <laughs> and you too, right? Because it, it was so primitive. But, you know, hey, back in those days, I thought a wireframe was cool and stuff. So, uh, but great track, you know, mm-hmm. and there's, what a great track. You couldn't, you, you couldn't really fail, could you? I mean, that bass today, you know, that heavy kind of, I don't know whether it was a Moog bass back in there, but it's just amazing. It's just thumping on the, you know, you get some decent pair of speakers behind that and you ain't turning that off, are you, until it's finished, let's face it. So, yeah, fantastic Absolutely. Fantastic. We always do like a music episode for each year. We're currently in 92 and Mm. we each pick a song that we make the other one watch the music video to and Ashley had picked that. And I don't think I recall having seen that to my knowledge before we went back over it and everything. But even I understand where you're saying kind of some of it's a little could make somebody cringe, but even watching it now, I still was just like, wow, the artistic view on this was incredible. And I had personally, I I went to film school for two semesters, but then dropped out because I was being a tour manager for a little while. So, um, but, okay. like, but film videos, all of that was very... Uh, a big part of my life and music just always has been and so to hear the background on your thought process for that and the just the little tidbit about hey it's the day before and you actually got the okay to go shoot there is incredible yeah well thank you nasa (laughs) (laughs) absolutely Uh, we had such good fun you know god it was so good fun you know, you could do it semi-properly and sometimes really properly and sometimes maybe not. But, yeah, just, I mean, music videos have taken me around the world 10 times, you know, doing, just doing fun stuff. And I've been around the world 10 times on commercials as well, but not, well, sometimes a lot of fun, yeah, for sure. But uh, but music videos were always fun. But they were always a lot more stressful because, you know, there's a lot of unplanned stuff and all of it's based on kind of a feeling or a concept, or I think if we can do this, if I can get this, if if we, you know, if, 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 if. And sometimes you did get it, and sometimes you really struggle to get it. Oh, I mean, it's um, myself and um, uh, I, I mentioned uh, another directing duo uh, that, that, you know, same time that I was going, which is Big TV. And uh, I did a little kind of project with Andy Delaney, who was one of the directors at, at Big TV. And we just, for 
five days we just put it around with cameras and drones and <laughs> we just the stories the stories that if you think i've got some good stories you need to interview andy delaney you really do he's got some cracking stories and you know we were doing similar artists you know george michaels and blah 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 you know we would often cross paths and it's amazing you know it, it's like doing a police thing you know making you walk down the same kind of like road that the person was kidnapped on whatever and it jogs your memory you know and as soon as he starts talking you think, oh my god i remember this this and this and we should have recorded it we said we should but you know problem is <laughs> then we forget it and because uh, we're old you know but there we go well this is kind of an extremely random question um and just you're talking right there have you ever thought about putting all of your experiences into like a book or anything like that maybe like behind the scenes pictures you have of anything um from your t uh the different music videos you've done or commercials you know the the, the thing is and this this you know and, and it's the victim of the ages you know all the behind the scenes stuff that that is now shot almost as important as the project itself I mean, we didn't we didn't have iPhones. We we, you know, the we I'd, I'd carry a thirty five millimeter stills camera with me, you know, which of course you were so busy on the set you never really picked up and and, and you never shoot yourself shooting anyway, you know, because it's yeah. so th there's very very little uh, that exists outside of what was shot. You know, the, the the music videos were extremely high pressure. I mean, we used to start at eight in the morning and finish it you know, six in the morning on one day shoots. So, you know, you were, you were pushing the envelope on just what was possible to cover, uh, even with that. So, and I think that you've got to let time go a little bit. Sure. You know, it's great to reminisce and, and the videos are out there, but I kind of get to a point when I think that, you know, to start putting that in a traditional format, like a book is kind of like, there's so much more interesting shit going on right now that <laughs> should be done, you know. So it's it's yeah. I mean, it's it's great to you know to be here and just you know remembering stuff um, from you know the good old days or the bad old days. But I, I've never really wanted to immortalize it. Well, until I met Andy, you know, and we start just just bullshitting about stuff, you know. I just you know, I mean, you think like you know, actually, this could be funny, but. Um, enough time to do it I really don't you know to be honest now with your background in art school when you is there any other influences that you bring into a music video outside of like the lyrics or whatever the artist idea is well it it would all always be you know hey there's this new piece of tech that does this and we could you know this could be good for this because you know so definitely technology I always try to to think how could we use that to do to do that of course movies you know that that you would watch um it was difficult not to be heavily influenced i mean look at soundgarden you know it's blue velvet on steroids and acid and <laughs> um what, what else uh well placebo's fantastic voyage was just basically a remake of fantastic voyage um uh, what was the track call for that man my god they'll kill me if the, you need you need to insert a, an audio thing here oh you mean <laughs> i yeah, always it was... thought it was fantastic but it wasn't it was and it wasn't to the wage it wasn't bitter end it wasn't was it special k was it the special, special k one? coming up on special k good old brian he knew a lyric when he when he said um yeah i mean that was just you know because i love fantastic voice <laughs> And I thought, well, Brian, Brian would make a great kind of like submarine kind of like, you know, fashion submarine captain and Stefan. Well, he's an android. <laughs> you know? And there was an android in the past. I said, perfect, guys. Come on, let's do it. And, you know, I mean, look, the budgets and the technology were hardly there. Um, I remember that the post-production company uh, in London called The Mill did, did it for me for love, you know, and... Uh, I mean, you look back on that, and it, it could be done ten times better now. Of course, it could. You know, it, again, it was great from, you know, something like you know Nancy Boy, which is kind of sexual perversion and 
God knows what is going on in that in that movie. You know, drugs, heart starting, <laughs> you know, whatever. And then he had Bitter End, which is about people peeling and the clothes peeling and things peeling away from them. And um, sorry, no, that's Slave to the Wage. Slave to the Wage was appealing one. Why? I don't know. But what I do know is that I wanted to shoot a Gattaca-like movie, music video, you know, and, you know, the rockets going off to Triton or, or whatever it was. And we shot that down at a university building in East London. And, you know, it was all that kind of like retros, you know, the, the paper shredder, the little microphone, you know, and then, then people's just things just start peeling from them and then run to a rocket. Of course, none of it made any sense at all. But when you just get these into a little kind of abstract story about a girl who finds herself in trouble for some reason and then blah, 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 and she gets in a rocket, or did she? And then she's up into space. Well, that that's kind of you, you gotta you gotta know just how little you can shoot to make it work for the song. You know, look, look a, a lot of the power of, and especially placebo, is the performances. You know, you can look at Brian and Stefan all day long. You know, that they, they were. You just you just set the camera running and walk away and say just you know just do the performance. You, they just did it. You know they were amazing. You know like Matthew from Muse. You know the, the very very talented uh, front men. Um, well, I, I I thought so, and I'm sure millions do as well. But yeah, you know all kinds of influences like that. I guess. I mean, you try you, you try never to to rip something off. Uh, totally, and I'm not sure I succeeded in in what I've just said all the time. But I, you know, it was reappropriating something, and and you, you always had to take it somewhere else, you know, or else you were just basically plagiarizing, which is never a good thing. You know, to this day, I see people doing stuff that I did, and they take it somewhere else, and you think, well, that's great. I don't, I don't have any. I'm not precious about any of those ideas, successes. And particularly the failures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I was wondering, is there any specific artist or song that you have ever heard or anything that you just said, oh my gosh, I would love to create that music video for? Like if there was anybody living past anything, was if you could just pick one, who or what song would that be? Yeah, my, my biggest, my my biggest regret, and it and it can only be regret, is never getting the chance to work with Bowie. Because mm. Bowie built how I thought, what I wanted, you know, the, the dreams that you have, the, the the everything. He he was absolutely pivotal in you know what I thought I kind of was or am or, or or whatever so absolutely no doubt uh with that a band but that i've been their number one fan of course i haven't but i have is sparks and it's great to see them back in the main main i don't mean mainstream but i mean just up there now always alternative for sure I mean, people say, which band have you seen, you know, live the most? And and it's Sparks by about ten, you know. <laughs> it's almost every Sparks gig since since you know since Sparks, you know, um, this town is big enough for both of us, you know. And I used to, I I, I got their uh, tracks onto commercials that I was doing, you know, they, they trusted you that much. <laughs> so, what, do you, what do you think the tracks should be? Oh, it's definitely going to be Sparks. This town is big enough. And it's all about fight with cars, you know, and get out of my town and something. <laughs> okay, you know. So, but now that that just doesn't happen, you know. Uh, well, maybe it does, but I I don't I don't know that it does. Um, so yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to somehow do something with them just because they are so damn odd and beautifully odd. Yeah, <laughs> sparks. You go look like what the fuck? You know, it's like it, 
Did you did you see the movie? The little movie they did it. Oh, it's it's just wonderful, you know. It's like Gilbert and George. It's like it's like Neil and Chris Pet Shop Boys. You know, they they were always Gilbert and George to me. You know, famously great at not doing anything, as um, you know, just stand still. Yeah. <laughs> That was it for Neil and Chris, and they did it so well. You know, and you know, people like that just become art forms, don't they? To a point, and and I don't mean that in any way negatively. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's got to be. You know, you think of these artists that do these in like Pet Shop Boys. You know, when they t- teamed up with Noel Fielding, not Noel Fielding. <laughs> oh God, no, not Noel Fielding. Um, I'm going to call him Mr. Fielding because I can't remember his first name at the English National Opera. I think. You know, with the helmets and the, you know, pointy hats and, and all that kind of like weird stuff. And, you know, that takes a lot of balls to say, well, you know, we you shouldn't, so we will kind of thing, you know. And, and the whole thing on those videos was, okay, let's take computer graphics and do a retro version of it. And you go like, well, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> There's hardly any retro version of it, Neil, because it's only really just emerged. Yes, but let's imagine that it's simplified to that point where it becomes again like um like I guess like a cartoon or something like that, you know. So uh, we kind of went down that that island, but they were open. They were open to everything and anything, and and I think that you know as artists they were really sensitive to what you suggested and how you do it. Uh, they were very knowledgeable and probably still are about what went on. So that that I think if there was a collaboration on a long-standing kind of relationship, I think Pet Shop Boys would have been probably the most you know identifiable one where they knew what they wanted and I was facilitating that and, and then it went in all kinds of weird kind of places. But uh so yeah, yeah, it wasn't was it wasn't always me all the time for sure. I guess I used to think it was, but now when I think back, it kind of wasn't. <laughs> Do you have a favorite location that you have shot at? Ooh, well, you know, a, a place that that I love to shoot is Cape Town. Mm. Yeah, we did some some pretty kind of crazy stuff there. Um, I mean, Iceland. Iceland is just Iceland is just incredible. I mean, it's challenging, challenging to shoot there. I always remember, you know, you, you'd be up on a, you'd be up on a, I don't know, a glacier, and it's blowing a freaking gale, you know. And and a producer comes up to you and he says, "Don't worry," he says, he says, "Don't worry if you don't like the weather now." He says, uh, "In ten minutes, it's totally different." He says. But if you do like the weather now, you've got 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And the stuff, you know, the stuff we've done in Iceland, my God, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, any kind of Arctic region, we've nearly died several times in, in helicopter um, missions out there. And because it's, it's so, you know, if, you, if you're not careful, it will bite you badly. But what an amazing place! Yeah, I mean, I mean, Cape Town. You, you know, like not not so long ago, you know, health and safety is essential, right? Let's 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 talk about something sensible. Health and safety on the set, and and um, I'm, I would never knock health and safety, but in Cape Town, you could you could close off streets. You could, you know, they, they were they were very accommodating in in allowing stuff or setting off explosions or or you know all this kind of stuff and one of one of my favorite videos for um was for a guy called rob dugan and he was a guy that wrote the matrix um soundtrack and sony got hold of him and he did a few a few tracks uh with sony and i i got um asked to do this track called furious angels and Rob was it's such such a stuntman. So I, I I decided that okay. So here's the, the idea is in the lyrics it says furious angels will bring me back to you. Okay, so you think okay, so you got something holy and and the mad as 
hell and they're gonna whatever you're doing they're gonna make sure you do this whatever so you've been like persecuted by angels and like that so i decided that it'd be it'd be sat just in a weird place it was in some kind of chemical chemical uh cooling tower or something like that and and suddenly he's, he's, he sees a, a thread from his sleeve starts unraveling and then he looks sideways and there's a massive chain this marine chain you know that's kind of pulled up the thing and suddenly he's dragged off where he was sitting and we basically dragged him through the whole city of cape town we dragged him up vertical buildings we took him down we did everything and it was all done. I had these titanium skid plates made, molded to his body at various positions, you know, so he could be dragged skidding on the road, basically, pulled by a quad bike, you know, on, on, a, on a very thin cable that you couldn't see. And so the idea was that he'd be dragged, you know, where, where's he going? You know, he's dragged through water, dragged up buildings, smashed down, <laughs> just dragged through roads, nearly getting run over by traffic weaving. You know, chopper shots coming over here and whatever. And and then you start to see a car. And you know what a car is? The car starts to kind of like, you know, kind of swerve and whatever. Suddenly the car comes up, turns in midair, smashes down, and it's rolling. And he's, and then you bring him being dragged, although you don't know what's dragging him. And then you see the car coming towards him. And as the car settles, he's sucked into the, Dragged into the um, driver, into the door, you know, the window, uh-huh. where he, he he's taken to his girlfriend. He just died in a in a car accident, you know, which was you know, <laughs> and the beauty of it, I mean, it's dark as fuck, you know, but you know, but you never knew that until the last five seconds, um, and and I just loved, you know, I mean, some of the shots I could do better now, for sure you could, but. You know, and and for Sony to say, yeah, okay, you know, because it it had to be written down. Well, that was a story, you know, that he was doing that. And they kind of look at you, so you're going to what? You're going to drag him and you're going to crush a car and roll it. And then he's going to get sucked in with his dead girlfriend. You're like, yeah, that's that's Furious Angels, you see. Yeah. (laughs) Well, bring me back to you. Um, I'm not sure, you know, hey, it was always left whether she was dead or not, but she was definitely unconscious. Let's put it that way. So, you know, you make <laughs> your story. But, but you know, point in case, the very first shot was that one where he's pulled towards the car and, he, you know, and, he, and he's, we just cut just before he went into the door. So first shot, quads there, long wire going through the car because the car's on its roof, Rob's on the end of the thing, we pull him like that, quad stops, we've got it marked off just before the car, what we hadn't figured is that how much skid titanium plates have in them. So the very first shot, Rob comes in, we stop the car, and he goes, smack, straight into the car with his head. And, you know, you kind of go, I mean, everything kind of slows down. You know, you stop, you think, oh, my God. Oh, my God, you know. But he was he was absolutely fine. Yeah, but you know, it's it's just you know some some of these things that it's not without risk, you know. And now trying to get insurance to sign off on things like that would be a damn sight harder, you know. So things that you could do or you could attempt, whereas now yeah, you'd you'd find it difficult without a lot of money to be able to make that safe, you know, and of the time to do it and the so or yeah, use the AI. <laughs> Well, yeah, he could hit the car as hard as he freaking wanted then, couldn't he? And, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. In fact, it, in fact, it's probably here. We just haven't had it released to us yet. You know, that's 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 even scarier. Yeah. So I do want to talk about uh, just real quick. One music video that you had done that st- has stuck with me since it was released gotta be spice girls uh goodbye goodbye yeah yeah i rewatched it and i was i was like oh my gosh that still like sticks with me i remember all of this what what was that process like it was um there's, there's quite a good story about spice girls i'll, I'll go with that the, the, the well obviously jerry had, had just left mm-hmm. and so it was a sensitive issue so i just said well 
you know, it's suddenly everybody's like, oh my God, Jerry's left the band. So it's like, you know, everybody freezes. <laughs> you know, don't get me wrong, it sounds so corny. But like, okay, so you we walk, everything's just now still. So, you know, the house, there's no joy in the house. Everything's, you know, just kind of come to a grinding halt and it's like a sleeping beauty moment. But then it thaws and because you obviously needed the, the you know, elation at, at the end. Um, and that was it. So I thought, well, I think we shot it in this place called Mentmore Towers, which I think George Harrison used to own uh, back in the day. And so we just said about it, said, okay, everybody's frozen, right? Everybody's frozen. You're looking at people who are in love, but they're frozen. So the love does is no more. It's past. It's never going to happen again. And then, of course, it kind of does because everybody thaws out and things smashing around like music videos. <laughs> People flying, la, 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 drama, drama, but cheap. That, that, was, that was through Virgin. Um, you, are, you, you could shoot something really cinematic. You know, I remember doing the chasing with the wolves and the limos. Um, you know, I mean, just to light scenes like that, you know, we're, we're and night shooting and... You know, you were afforded the the chance to do things like that. So yeah, so I mean, and and that was that was about video. I think that was the second video I shot for them. Mm -hmm. Yes, because then I, went, I, I did a few for Jerry um, uh, on her own and and for Mel B, uh, um, Mel C. Sorry, but uh, and he, and here's the thing: it's funny. It's funny how things kind of like go full circle. When I was shooting um, the first Spice Girls video for, uh, it was called Too Much, which was the yes. launch video for the movie, the Spice Girls, the movie. Um, I was, I went to meet Simon Fuller, um, the manager at, at the time. So, you know, Simon was in hospital at the time, taking meetings, typical, you know, he never, the guy never stops, he's, he's brilliant. I actually work with Simon now um, in in LA, kind of creative directing, shooting stuff with him on on all his other projects. So it's funny the Spice Girls have got a real kind of like fulcrum thing, you know, that, that comes full circle. Yeah, so yeah, it's amazing who who reappears from your past, you know, for 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 all kinds of abstract reasons. So yeah, girls, Spice Girls, eh? They should come back again, <laughs> again. <laughs> Don't give us the hope. We've been having the hope since they had. I, am, I, I control nothing. I control nothing right now. <laughs> after after the what was it the London Olympics when they all did come back together? That oh man, <laughs> so much hope and I understand they're all doing their own thing, have their own lives and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, is there are there um any artists that you kept in touch with, like just kind of more on a personal level? Not really, no. You know, because my job takes me globally. Mm -hmm. I'm never, I'm never, I'm still not in the same place for long enough. Um, I, I still kind of, you know, every now and again, talk to Stefan from Placebo. Um, Neil and Chris. I mean, my wife's a, a makeup artist, and and she's in, you know. So a lot of the time, she's going to like, you know, content shoots that they're doing or, or videos, and like, oh, yeah, Neil says hello and and whatever. But that's about it. That's about it. So yeah, you know, it's it's thing because you were just absolutely crazy busy on set. So you know, and when it came to finishing the shoot and then the editing process, they'd go off on tour or they'd be doing somewhere else. So it was actually impossible to kind of like, kind of meet up. You, you, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I'm not, um, no, I'm not, I can't, I can't say I'm physically in touch with anybody, no, no. Do you have anything upcoming that we should be looking out for? There are various projects with Simon Fuller, but I can't really talk about those, I think. <laughs> so I better, I better not. There's, uh, you know, there's quite a lot of high end development and um, things afoot with that. Uh, he's he's a he's a very interesting man. Totally focused on future tech and how things are changing and whatever. And uh, 
it's for you know I, I sit in meetings with him now and it's extraordinary how he thinks and what he knows about how things are gonna be so yeah I think that's all I can say actually <laughs> well we will definitely be keeping uh-huh. keeping our eyes and ears peeled yeah. on that not beyond sure. just music stuff you know he's Simon Simon's all over in different areas, you know, is 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 quite remarkable. Yeah. Well, I think because you are about what six hours ahead of us, I think, right? Yep, it's twenty to eleven here in lovely cold. Woo. Yeah. Oh, Still on my bucket list to get over there though for yes. sure. <laughs> Yeah, come in summer. Come in summer. Okay. <laughs> I originally lived in the Midwest, which uh, Kansas, which kind of has somewhat similar. Yeah, I did yeah, a, yeah. I did a, I did a project on uh, England when I was younger in school and everything on the weather specifically. We were doing weather uh, stuff, and we, my entire class, we tried to choose our own country, and I picked England. I was like, oh, I won't. <laughs> I want to go there, and so why not get get uh, some extra information? Yeah, yeah. Well, do you have any insight you would like to give any of our listeners or anything of if they were looking to go into a music video commercial career on behind the camera? I I think that you've you've just got to start making. Bits of music video, bits of experimental film. I mean, nothing's gonna gonna explain to somebody that you've got an eye or a style or whatever if you can't actually show them something. You know, you can't. I believe that you can't talk as a director if you haven't directed. So, start small, small ideas, very bold, simple ideas. Don't try to do any underwater stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's like something can be can be can be great with a bit of cigarette smoke and a single light on a girl doing something or whatever. You know, it's it's and there's so many optical things. You, you you've got to be all over what you can, how you can model an image now through various softwares because software is almost for free, right? You know. Um, or your time on that software um, is free. So you you just need to be all over every, well, as much of image manipulation, styling, grading, whatever, keep it simple, but do do create some stuff, you know? Because without that, I don't know, unless you're using the AI, AI right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Then you can produce what you want, you know. Yeah. But, but you know, not not yet though, not yet though, because it loves you. Oh yeah, he did that on runway. Yeah, he did that on uh, <laughs> mid journey. Yeah, we see, we we know that style. People people are so are so bad like that, aren't they? You know, it's a brand newest thing, and within six weeks, ah yeah yeah, we've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes technology just can't move on fast enough, you know. But hey, it's getting faster all the time. Uh, let's have it sort of just slow down a little bit. Like let let the world catch up first off. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work, though, is it? It's not. It isn't. Yeah. Some sometimes you just wish you can do a pause button and let things catch up, and or a freeze button. <laughs> Everything freeze. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, yeah. Howard. Thank you so, ah, so much. Thank you. It's uh, good to uh, dredge up from the memory banks, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, music videos, absolutely charmed life. I have lived through them um, and and to be musical and to get to work with bands who you love and shoot stuff that, you know, comes out of your head um, and then becomes real on film is just the best well, it's my best job in the world. In my next life, I hope uh, I hope I don't get kind of like an estate agent or a you know maybe maybe I owe something to society and I should be a doctor or something like that. I have to work hard, you know, so get real or something. I don't know. Mm. Well, 
we are looking forward to what you do have coming up that we know you can't talk about everything, but we will definitely be keeping our eyes and ears open for that. Again, thank you so much for your time for from us and for our listeners. We are incredibly grateful that you took time out of your evening to sit here and talk with us and go down a little bit of your memory lane. It's very insightful and we've loved it honestly right right i hope it makes sense uh, not not all not all of it should make sense <laughs> I hope. but you know some of it yeah well enjoy enjoy the heat in florida and uh yeah see ya see you around Absolutely. thank you bye, bye.